Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. In this episode of the Podcast Domination Show, you'll learn seven myths and pitfalls to avoid when launching your podcast in 2020. Let's go. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, How can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. What's going on? Welcome back or welcome to the show for the first time. I'm Luis Diaz, your host, here to help you launch and grow a successful podcast that helps you grow your business, build your personal brand, and become more successful and better known. Whether your goal is for more impact, more income, or all of the above, this is the show for you when you want to use a podcast to do just that. Now, today we're going to be talking about something that trips up a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners when they start their podcast and is why it becomes such a chore and then they eventually fail and give up. And I hate to be a (laughs) a Debbie Downer or just someone who's really negative, but I'm going to share with you today seven myths slash pitfalls about launching your podcast that um, you know, I've coached a lot of people through, I've helped a lot of clients through, and and I've seen this happen over and over again. Even if you're a year into the podcasting game or you're a year into growing your podcast and you're like, my show is just kind of idle. Like it's it's not growing anymore. I'm not getting any leads from it. I'm not getting any new customers from it. I'm not getting anything from it. It's just another thing for me to do on my to-do list. Well, these are some flaws or some things you're, you may be doing that are causing you to think like that. So I'm going to help you reshift, reposition your exact, your mindset around this in this training of this this episode. So before we get into this, I want to definitely just circle back and kind of share something that for me kind of illustrated this point in in real life. Got a client who's done an amazing job for their their podcast. They're up to about 20,000 downloads a month. They're doing great. They get on a lot of media. They get a lot of interviews. They are able to reach big people. 
but they often compare themselves to people who have been doing uh, doing podcasting eight, nine, ten years, and they're only about a year or two in the game, and that's a big issue. And that really is that truly is one of the biggest things you can you, mistake number one. I would say is is this, and I'm, I'm, this is this whole conversation that we had with this I had with this client recently was all about this. It's about comparing your niche podcast to a show that's much, much, much broader. Here's the deal. If you have a niche podcast, meaning you're talking to a very specific market and you compare yourself to a Joe Rogan or a, a very much, a much, much broader podcast that has reached because they bring on guys like Elon Musk, it's hard to compare and really look at your podcast as a success. Getting to 20,000 downloads for most people is, is, isn't hard or sorry, isn't easy. And the fact that they've done it in less than, you know, less than two years is pretty remarkable. So especially in this world now, maybe in 2016, 2015, that was much easier. Nowadays, not so much because uh, a lot more competition out there. So I'm, I'm happy for them, but they're comparing themselves to a lot of people who've been doing this for eight, nine years. I mean, if you've been doing this for eight, nine years, you should expect to have a way bigger show, especially consistently the way they're, who they're comparing themselves to. If you go back and look at those shows in their year twos, I bet you they weren't doing the numbers they're doing now. And if they're still doing the same numbers, they probably wouldn't be doing it for this long. I can guarantee you that. So number one, don't compare your niche podcast show to someone who's doing something much broader. Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, you name it. Like those, those guys are in a broader market. They have experience and they were, they were mainstream before they got onto, into podcasting. So yes, there's some anomalies. There's the Lewis Houses who've been doing this for years again that um, started out in podcasting, but you know, it's time. It takes time. Trees don't grow overnight. Why would your podcast grow overnight? So that's number one. Number two is comparing your launch to somebody who's way bigger than you. So listen, if you have a small audience, you can't expect to demand hundreds of thousands of downloads out the gate. I've only seen that probably a handful of times where someone is able to do that. And every single time it's it's from somebody who already has a large, they have a name in their in their space. They may not be like Oprah Winfrey big, but they have a space, like in their space, they've carved out a name for themselves. So if you're someone who's coming in and doesn't have a name for themselves, you can't expect your podcast to be this game changer. It's a reflection of you. Your podcast and your content is a reflection of you. So a big mistake people make is comparing their launch to someone who's 10 times bigger than them. You know, you're, you're trying to go into battle with someone who has way more firepower than you. Comparing your launch or, or that you're, or moreover, your podcast to that is a mistake, big, big mistake that I see people playing. So that's number two, comparing your launch to someone who's way bigger than you. Number one is comparing your podcast at the niche, that's a niche topic to someone who's way bigger than you doing something much broader. Number three, number three is not playing the long and short game. And it's so funny this comes up because I talked about this on a summit I was on, I was invited to yesterday. Literally, we were talking about this. The host asked me, Lewis, what's the, you know, what's the power of podcasting? And a lot of people won't give you this answer, but it's the truth is it's a it's the power is being able to play the long and the short game of podcasting. And I'll get into what that means. So the short game of podcasting, what the heck is that? A lot of times people talk about the long game of podcasting, and I know that's a common one, but there's a short game too. And it's important that you guys, that you play it. Number one, the, the short game is the instant social proof that you get when you are able to connect network with somebody way above your level. Meaning when I was 24 years old and I had this, this professor from, I think he was from MIT and he, no, sorry, from Yale. He's from Yale and he, he ran one of the divisions that 
basically did all of the research on brain, on brains and habits and addiction or habit and addiction formation. And he had a TED talk and I invited him on my podcast. And this guy was, he did a TED talk. This thing had millions of views and he's on my podcast. I guess like maybe 5,000 downloads a month. <laughs> okay. That's instant credibility. I was 24 years old. I was able to connect with a guy who was way above my pay grade and using that instant social proof to build your brand and your network is important. That's a short game. Also, the short game is taking that content and being able to repurpose it across multiple platforms that you have access to. So however well you leverage that is going to determine how fast your podcast grows. What I mean by that is the how like when when life gives you lemons, i.e. when life gives you an opportunity to network with somebody like that and connect with them, how well do you make lemonade? How well do you leverage that opportunity? Do you make a bunch of content out of it? Do you have your team reposting it and sharing it? Do you have people sending it to uh, relevant news articles or news outlets that would actually care about that topic that he talked about on your podcast? That's what I mean. That's the short game. Now, the long game is being able to play, is being able to not play, be able to create a relationship with that person and follow up, have other conversations with them, have other opportunities with them, bring them back again, add value to their life so that they're like, wow, this person who came out of nowhere is now a friend. I've had a number of conversations, a number of relationships that started off with just a Zoom call and literally turned into like people that I text on a weekly basis now nowadays. So that's number three, playing the long and the short game. That's a, a, a mistake people make is not playing both of those. So we've got not playing the long and the short game. We've got comparing your launch to someone who's way bigger than you. And then number one, we said comparing your niche podcast to a show that's doing way, something way, 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 way uh, broader. Number four is obsessing over the numbers and not obsessing over the numbers. So what I mean by that is obsessing over the numbers in your launch. I, I know some people that I've worked with, they will sit there for hours at a day and stare at their podcast statistics to see if their download numbers are going up. Well, they'll check it like five times a day the first week. I, I advise against that because you're going to go crazy and then you're going to be mad every time your podcast numbers don't go up and don't go up. Guys, like literally my podcast downloads went down like 60 some percent last week. Why? I don't know, but I'll figure it out. I'm not really worried about the numbers on a weekly basis. I'm worried about the long-term trends. So just like investing, like I invest for the long-term and I advise you to do the same. Um, or I, yeah, I'd suggest maybe checking, doing that, doing the same. So Obsessing over the numbers is something you should not do. And on the other end of the spectrum, you should know your numbers. So I recommend people check in maybe once a week to once or tw- once a week to twice a month. So four times a, a week, a month or twice a month. On those frequencies, you're not going to go crazy, but you're going to have a good idea of what's going on with your podcast, which is important, especially if you're, you're someone who wants to get a sponsorship, who wants to be able to change on a dime. That kind of frequency will give you enough data to make quicker actions and pivots, but also not go crazy. It's okay to be crazy, a little number crazy at the beginning, but don't let it control you and don't be, don't let it sway your emotions. Like, you know, you, you fly off the handle because you have a horrible day and <laughs> your, your podcast only got 10 downloads that day. So that's not healthy for your health. <laughs> that's not healthy. That's not good for you as a human. The opposite, like I said, is not, is also bad. If you're doing, if you need your want sponsors, you're going to want to know your numbers. Uh, they're going to ask you for that stuff. And then you're not going to be in a good position to sell yourself if you don't know your numbers. So specifically, the numbers you should look at are downloads per episode over a 30 day period, 30 to 60 day period. And then if you have an email list, how big that is, how often is that email list? getting subscribers or how many subscribers per month. 
if you have a, a social media presence for that podcast, is that growing as well? That's number four, obsessing over the numbers and the opposite. Number five, and we're getting into more of the kind of like the personal stuff or touchy-feely stuff is getting too comfortable with your flow. What I mean by that is getting too comfortable with your podcasting setup, meaning like you do a normal, you have your normal intro, you have your episode, and then you have your outro and that never changes. And I think there's a good, it's, it's important to have consistency, but you should change your intro every now and then. Every, I would say three to six months, depending on how often your, your content's changing. You should change your outro and your calls to action. I would say more frequently, you know, that kind of stuff is important because people, the, you know, the white noise effect people get when they hear the same outro over and over and over again is, is real. Meaning as soon as they hear your outro, if it's the same thing, it's real. How many people do you know? How many podcasts that you listen to have ads and you know when their ads come on? So you just skip through them. So it's important to, to shuffle those around, especially if it's your own, your own calls to action to make sure that you're not getting too comfortable, make sure that you're keeping your listeners on their toes and you're causing pattern interrupts. So they're not just like hitting skip because they know exactly when it's coming. So getting too comfortable in your flow out the gate is, is a problem. Number six, not communicating with your guests. <laughs> and I've made this mistake before, so I'm not acting like I haven't. <laughs> not communicating with your guests so that they know where to find their show and when it's coming out. That's important. So where to find it, like give them the actual platforms of where you're on because they don't know inherently. And then when it's coming out. Now, if if you're talking to a pro podcaster, they probably know that your show is on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. But for most guests, A, they don't have the time and B, they don't care that much. It's your podcast. So that's your duty and your responsibility to get that over to them. So make sure you communicate with them. Hey, it's coming out at this time and it's here where you're going to find it. And then seven, last one here is if I don't get on new and noteworthy, my podcast is a bust. That is a hundred percent not true. And it's a really dumb mistake. First of all, new and noteworthy has been taken, has been removed. They don't use new and noteworthy anymore. It's actually now called top shows, which is a mixture of, you know, top rated podcasts and also new shows. I believe actually, depending on the desktop, they may have a new shows version too, or a new, a new shows kind of section and I can jump in here and actually check it out. So we have, yeah, so you have top shows. They've separated into Apple Podcasts now has a top shows, which is at the top. And then you have new shows and then they have like different categories of, of shows. So for example, I'm in the health, I'm in the health and fitness section. So they have top shows, then new shows. And then sometimes there's duplicates, meaning if you're a good podcast, then you'll have your show will appear both in the top shows. And then it'll also appear in the new show section. We've had a client that recently did that with her show in the parenting space. She crushed it. So she got in both of those. But below that in here, you have fitness, nutrition, and then sexuality, mental health, medicine. So they break it out, top shows, new shows, and they go into the subcategories, which is a great, I think it's a great setup. So if you, first of all, new and noteworthy is not, is not new anymore. It's called new shows. But even if you don't get into that, it's not a bust. Remember, you still have the, the life, the lifespan of your podcast is long-term. So it's not a big deal keep rolling, keep continuing to get better. And you'll soon find yourself hopefully in the top shows section. So before I jump, before we, we go here, let's recap them really quick. So number one, comparing your podcast to your niche podcast to a show that's doing something way broader, big mistake. You don't want to do that. Number two, comparing your launch, meaning your, the numbers you got out the launch, or maybe the fact that you got on you, you're ranked number five in your category. Uh, to someone who's way bigger than you is a mistake. If they have bigger firepower than you, it's going to be easier for them to move the needle. So be happy with what you got. Continue to get better. Number three is not playing the long and the short game of podcasting. Remember, you can have, you can leverage instant social proof 
proof. You can automatically leverage that podcasting content you're creating on other platforms to grow your influence and grow your, you can even use it for ads if you want. You can use it to grow your organic reach if you do it right. Number four, obsessing over the numbers and also not obsessing over the numbers, or at least not being aware of the numbers, I should say. That's a big mistake too. Number five, yeah, that was number four. This is number five, getting too comfortable in your flow. You should mix around and change your intros and outros periodically to make sure you're using, you're interrupting the pattern that people are used to and they pay attention. You don't want them hitting skip a bunch of times through your stuff that they, that they already know is coming. Number six, not communicating with your guests so that they know exactly where to find their show and when it's coming out. Big mistake. You want to give them that, give them that heads up so that they know how to promote and support you. Number seven, if you don't get into new and noteworthy, it's a bust. Remember, there is no new and noteworthy anymore. So you just need to focus on getting better and continually growing and moving the needle. So that's all I have for you today, guys. Bit of a longer episode, yes, but I think it's a really important one. So I'll catch you later. Make sure you stick around to learn how to grow your podcast audience and podcasting profits by joining the daily email newsletter that I have for you that does just that. I'll catch you later. Enjoy. Hey, really quick. If you wanted to get daily emails to help you grow your podcast and your profits from your podcast, then you're going to love my daily email list called the daily growth tip. Uh, it's basically a small email I send out every single day to help you do just that, either grow your podcast or grow the profits from your podcasting endeavors. So I've got a lot of great reviews from it so far from people who are on the list, and I'm sure you will find at least one thing in there that you'll be able to use right away. So if you want to check that out, then all you have to do is text the word podcasting to one six four six four nine five. 9867. I know that's a mouthful, guys, so don't do it if you're driving. But again, the number is 1646-495-9867. And the word to text is podcasting. And that number, as well as the keyword podcasting, will be in the show notes. So if you're on an Apple device, all you have to do is swipe up with your finger and the show notes will be there. And you'll be able to get all that information and get on the list that way as well. So thanks again, my friend. Talk soon.